hello again for another episode of Rants of the Week, where I will proceed to bitch, moan, gripe, and complain about the goings-on of um, of everything. So, with that, my name is Brett, and uh, let's complain a little bit together, shall we? We should start off with uh, Hong Kong and the um, the uh, the demonstrations that are uh, occurring in uh, Hong Kong, um, mostly from the perspective of an outsider looking in. Um, and what I'm going to be complaining about is the outsiders looking in. Um, so I'm not necessarily complaining about Hong Kong and the protests, but rather the people that are commenting on Hong Kong and the protests that are not there. Um, kind of like, uh, basically I'm bitching about the, the hashtag or pound sign thoughts and prayers. Um, I think you could, you could summarize it as that. Um, so all these people, so a little background, um, Hong Kong extradition law was challenged uh, to extradite people to China. Um, and it might be person, might be people, I cannot remember that. I just remember it started off as an extradition battle between Hong Kong and mainland China because Hong Kong was its own entity. Uh, well, not exactly. So it was the British controlled it and then the British gave it their independence kind of and then they were independent yet they had they were independent China said that they could be independent kind of thing where it's like yeah sure you can be your own entity but you're not um and so uh they and people started protesting, and, you know, so this is, the way that a lot of people put it is they compare this current protest to Tiananmen Square, where in um, the 80s, um, the Chinese military gunned down its own people, like, tons of them. I, I don't know the exact number. Um but there's that famous picture of the guy in the tank. Um, so now, uh, the people of Hong Kong are protesting and they want their independence back and they're clashing with the Chinese police and and they say their government has gotten too pro-China essentially and uh, that they're basically just China and China saying, well, you were been kind of ours for a while. Um, so that's just a little bit of background on all that. So now they're, they're still protesting, rioting, you know, the, the, it's the, the rebellion versus the empire, you know, it's like, uh, depending on who you are is 
who you think the good guy is. Um, is it China, who's is trying to keep control of the populace? Is it the populace who's sick of a tyrannical government? Or the people being tyrannical? So it's kind of a perspective game on this. So from our perspective, China is being a tyrannical government. Um, based on our morals and our culture. Um, so that's where I think it's kind of funny that people will say things like, oh, you know, the tyrannical government of China is being tyrannical. Whereas, well, you know, if you're coming from, from there, from that angle of being an American, then yes, yes it is. Um, but if you're coming from mainland China and you think the people are rebelling against the government, you know, that spells bad news for a lot of different things. Um, and Hong Kong is a huge hub of business and banking and is extremely important for, um, for China in the, in the economic sense. Um, a lot of trade goes through there. There's a port and there's a lot of banking goes through Hong Kong. Hong Kong is a very, very rich city-state, uh, bit of China, whatever you want to call it. Um, now, the, the Chinese government also kind of looks at it as, you know, democracy versus communism. I think that's how a lot of people look at it the communist dictatorship of China is um, are they overstepping their bounds? Uh, are they going to kill their... because if, if China sees Hong Kong as, as their own then you know that would suggest That they're killing their own people. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, if they don't see it as theirs, then they're just killing dissenters that are not, you know, Chinese citizens. So either they kill their own citizens who are in essentially open rebellion against the government and against their communist dictator, or they invade a sovereign nation. Um, so it's a, it's really tricky. Really tricky. Depends on which side you're on. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's kind of like talking about race relations. If you're... Uh, a white guy. I don't know. I think that they just have it the worst. Um, in in the sense of they can't say anything, and uh, without being considered, you know, bigoted or racist or something along those lines, you know. Um, 
so yeah I think it's it's something that a lot of people just shouldn't touch um I don't think that a lot of people are educated enough to really speak on the topic I know I'm absolutely not my little knowledge is what I've basically just spouted off on and that's what I'm complaining about is these people that just insist on oh well you know I agree with the people because I disagree with the philosophy of of China well all right but you know that's doesn't mean shit it's like sending out thoughts and prayers that ultimately doesn't mean shit what does it mean going on to social media and saying oh well we wish you the best that's like you know the most half-assed I don't know, it's not an apology, but it's the most half-assed thing that you could do. I feel like it's just ridiculous. I mean... <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm... I'm gonna feel a type of way about this, and... And because of that, I'm gonna be right, because I feel morally superior to... to, to you in that sense, um, whether they are or not, you know, does not nearly matter enough. Um, you know, it's kind of, it's the interesting, I don't know, it's not maybe the paradox, but it's kind of like the, the interesting comparison of people who, who agree in postmodernism um, in every aspect, rather than some aspects, I, I guess, of... Um, you know, you're inherently biased because you're not coming from the same place as somebody else, right? And it's one of the things of, one of the beliefs of postmodernism isn't the inherent bias. Um, well, nobody really wants to be told that they're biased, and nobody wants to you know, nobody wants to admit fault or when they're wrong or something like that, but um, Sometimes, sometimes it's good to acknowledge the, the bias. Um, especially in, in something so polarizing as China v... Hong Kong, or, you know, the citizenry of Hong Kong versus the Chinese government, um, find it real, real peculiar, um, that a lot of people that agree in a lot of the postmodern takes on things, um, you get a lot of the uh, mm, what's it called? A lot of the gender stuff comes from postmodernism. Um, so I, I find that very interesting that um, people will 
take in part of that and then not the other part of it where you can feel a certain type of way about something without acknowledging your inherent bias in something else. It's like a coin with the same side on, on both sides and denying the existence of, of one of the sides even after you've seen it. Um, so yeah, I think the people that, you know, are not well read on, on certain things just need to, to chill out, um, in regards to, to speaking on things that doesn't concern them. It's like, it's like your neighbor's kids having, uh, having a, uh, an argument with, with, uh, neighbor's kids who are rebelling in, in the house against their parents. And they're doing all sorts of things. And then, um, making it your business. <laughs> Basically saying that You know, basically saying that it's it's your responsibility to determine who's morally right, and it's and that's it. You're trying a lot of people either in you know like the EU or. America are, are determining it's the, the court of pub, the public opinions court they're they're deciding who is morally superior um, without uh, all all of the evidence without um, a good understanding of uh, of the whole thing, you know, and I'm not saying don't have an opinion on it. I'm just saying like maybe don't keep that, or maybe keep that opinion to yourself more or less. Like like don't don't talk about it as as if it's fact. But understand the understand the reality of, of it being an opinion and treating it as such and understanding that there's multiple sides and there's you know the case for or against either whether you agree with it or not it doesn't matter because there is a case for both sides it just depends on on you know where you're coming from so pound sign, thoughts and prayers, Hong Kong protesters, whatever. Um, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts there that are not talked about enough, yet people, because of whatever reason, they're like, oh, well, I must know what I'm talking about because reasons. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, if it doesn't make any sense, it makes perfect sense, right? So it is what it is. And, um, you know, let's hope that... Um, let's hope that the whole, the whole thing gets resolved because, you know, I don't think anybody likes to see basically the entire city-state to suffer. Um, people are dying. People are getting hurt. I don't think, I, I genuinely don't think that people want to see that. Um, so, hopefully, you know, hopefully it, hopefully it all gets resolved. Yeah. So I'm going to keep my trap shut on all that. And uh, my rant, I guess, is a real shitty rant. Not much of a rant, more of a uh, a guide of shutting the fuck up, <laughs> which I think benefits all of us sometimes. So on to something a little more ranty. Sports fans, uh, um, online sports fans sports fans just in general I guess you could basically sum this up as Philadelphia fans are just the fucking worst people if you're from Philadelphia and, and you're not a shitty sports fan then I'm just gonna go ahead and say that you're probably not a real real person you don't exist like I've never met a, a relaxed or calm or thoughtful sports fan from Philadelphia and I feel like that's just amplified by the internet. And when people get online, it's like all sense just is, it just fucking dissipates from their head. Oh, my team lost a game. They, they suck, blow it up. You know, just fire sale, get rid of all the players and just start over. Fire the coach. You know, they lose two games and it's like, and then you get one or two people who are like, calm down, it's a long season. You know, 100 games. Anything can change. Like, look at, uh, the Brewers. So, you know, let's let's all just calm down. So, so like I was saying, so these these fucking people, just ugh, just the worst. <laughs> they get on there, and then and then on on something like uh, what's it called? Um, oh, what the hell is it? Uh, Reddit, where where you get downvoted for dissenting, and get downvoted, and and people will just see the downvotes. I feel, and then just you know, they they follow along with the tribe and don't bother reading it nine times out of ten. Um, these fucking clowns, the worst. And then they, you know, all these fucking people, they, they get on there and then they start speaking, they're the armchair coaches. And, you know, well, this team needs to do is they need to do this, that, and the other. Oh, this team needs to, you know, they need to make sure they keep Steph Curry or they need to keep KD. You know, the, the, the Bulls, the 96 Bulls, fucking 97 Bulls, nobody will ever beat them. 
the early 2000s Yankees. Oh, you know, they're, they're, fuck them. They're, they're just a, a team that's bought and paid for. The Warriors are just a team that's bought and paid for the, like that, that kind of stuff. That's equally as fucking ridiculous. Um, not saying that, you know, teams haven't done shit like that. I'm just saying that, um, you know, that's why they have the salary cap. Um, let's, let's talk some more shit about Philadelphia. Like, uh, like, oh, what is it? What is it? The, the comedian, the Bill Burr, the Bill Burr talking about Philly. I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was Philly. Um, just shitting all over them. God, that's one of the greatest things ever because that city sucks. Uh, if you can tell, I'm not a huge fan of Philadelphia. It's and it's not the sports teams. Like I have no problem against like the Eagles or the Sixers. You know, like I think they got some like uh, um, AI is one of the best players to ever play. I, I think AI is fantastic, and I I wanted him to win. Um, like the Eagles, I was rooting for the Eagles. Um, so it's not it's not the sports teams. It's the sports fans. It's the the people that make it just a abysmally bad um yeah the armchair coaches are the worst and then like I said the people from Philly are, the, are pretty bad too just in general you know there was uh, the the, what was the the flyers the, somebody in the flyers organization died and so they gave out like memorial bracelets to the to the fans and uh, the Flyers were losing, so the fans just threw these memorial bracelets at the at the players and onto the ice, and you know, like what? What? How? How? You you can be mad at your team all you want, but you know, throwing some throwing a memorial bracelet to a guy, or throwing a memorial bracelet that's supposed to be for you know, somebody in the organization, it's just such piss-poor showing. And I feel like fans think that they're more impactful on the team than they actually are. Like, fans think, oh, you know, I, I, I give them support, and anybody who's played sports knows that you don't really hear the fans, like, uh, on the sidelines. Um except for basketball, you can, you know, if you got your lakeside, or your courtside Lakers tickets, you can, you can tell LeBron that he's either the best or he's not, and tell him that Michael Jordan's forever the GOAT, but, you know, he'll, he'll hear you, but he might not really give a shit, because he's LeBron James, and he's one of the best to ever play, and he's worth, what, hundreds of millions, I'm sure, so I doubt he cares, doesn't like you know care what the the people say that sit there so point being fans are just the worst especially when your team is losing everybody just needs to calm down at the end of the day it's just a game you know like i just talked about with hong kong that's that's literally um the people of china uh, again, so, or people of Hong Kong, um, 
Uh, those are people that are basically in open rebellion against the Chinese government that sees itself as the all-powerful entity. And if those people can rebel against China and their central power, then that means that there is no central power that is safe, essentially, and that anybody can, any, any group of dissenters can cause a huge, you know, um, I don't want to say ruckus, but that's basically what it is, is like a huge ruckus. Um, and can topple a government, you know, regardless of, of if it's a, a central, a central power or the central figure thingy or, or not the, um, you know, not a democracy where people just kind of do their own, their own deal and all that. Um, Yeah, it shows that the people have the power, and that's what China fears. You know, there's people that, that go to bed hungry, children that go to bed hungry every night, or, you know, there's another shooting every goddamn day. And then, People put sports above everything else. It's, I don't know, it's interesting. Perspective, maybe, different perspective. They grew up with it, so they're just more passionate about it. I mean, I grew up with sports, playing sports, watching. Um, I'll be honest, I can be one of the fans that I'm talking about right now, too, where I put this, and I, I don't even consider putting it into perspective about other things, and I just think that it's the end of the world when a team loses that I like or something. You know, not, not necessarily that case, but you know what I mean. So I think everybody's gone through it, but... Sports fans are just the worst, and you get some rivalries. Like, look at um, uh, Giants, San Francisco Giants and Dodgers. People, fans kill each other over that shit, wearing, you know, Dodgers jerseys in San Francisco or Raiders, Niners fans beating up, beating each other up. Uh, let's not even talk about soccer or football. Those guys are fucking crazy, too. They ride in the streets. They do full-on, like, <laughs> 14th century battle in the streets over over their teams. Um, Europeans are nuts. Um, yeah, so... It's always good to... Good to shit on Philadelphia. It's always good to... To try to remind people that it's not the end of the world. It's not the, you know, it's not the the worst. It's not the best. Like it is what it is. But if team loses, there there'll be another day, and time doesn't stop for anybody. So oh, hopefully, hopefully somebody listens and it makes an impact, and they hate Philly as much as I do. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Whatever. Fun, fun to complain about more than anything else. So, I think this is going to be a rant from the most, or this will be a rant that I am probably most ignorant in 
as a topic I'm most ignorant in. Um, I think, I don't know, Western education. The classical European education style of teaching, um, having people learn broad subjects, you know, back in the 1800s, 1700s, whatever. Uh, in Europe, the nobles were expected to be able to read and write and do math and be caught up on current events and know what they're talking about in civics and government and law, um, and be able to talk about art and history, um, you know, and hold these dignified conversations of the time. That's what they were expected to do. Um, you know, horseback riding and war for the men and uh, cooking and household shit for the women. You know, and, that, and that's just the way it was. That They were educated on those things. Um, modern education, we do something similar. You've got your undergrad and you have your what you are majoring in, which is, hence the name major, minor, if you do a minor, which is, again, name says it all, I feel. Major, you're focusing on it. It's a, <laughs> it's a major part of your, uh, your day and a major part of your degree. Uh, minor is a very minor part of your degree. <laughs> Um, anyways, I, but so say if you're an English major, you still have to do X amount of math. Um, if you are a math major, you still have to do a certain amount of, of English. If you're a art history major, you still have to do a certain amount of science. Um, you know, and vice versa for all these, um, and that's all based. So if you're going to medical school, for instance, you have to take, um, you know, calc and trig and, and shit like that, even though you're not really going to ever use trig in um, most most of the time practicing medicine. Um, same for art history. Like, if you're learning art history, you're, you're rarely are you going to ever need to know, you know, high uh, or a higher degree of, of math um, so I think it's I think it's fascinating that people waste so much time when studying something that they're not even interested in and then what I would want to know is is the grades that people get like the average person I doubt if they're doing something they're really going to genuinely give a shit so the whole system just feels flawed in the sense that you know, there's no incentive for people to do well. And that's where you get these things, these sayings, like, see, so get degrees. Well, if you want to be a doctor, well, doesn't it make more sense to go up to a certain level of math, to go up to, you know, a certain level of, of science, and then go into medicine, you know, take A&P, take, um, what's it called? Pharma, pharmacy shit. Um, to take... Uh, uh, what's it called? Biomechanics, not biomechanics. That might be it, biomechanics. Yeah, biomechanics, shit like that. Like internal internal medicine kind of shit and, and the way the body works. Um, if you want to be a, you know, diagnostics kind of guy, um, you don't need to know shit about art. You don't need to do shit with, you know, you're, you're, with English. It doesn't matter if you... Like, I think we all can know and laugh at the, the joke of doctors having terrible handwriting. And, and everything that they do is shorthand anyways. So I'm not saying that you, don't, you, you have to be, you, know, you don't have to be intelligent to do this. 
Um, I'm just saying that some I know some countries, to be a doctor, you just literally go to medical school. You don't even worry about any of this other bullshit because that's not that doesn't pertain to your job. Um, so, like the mechanics, they go to trade schools. That the trade schools, they don't learn shit else but that trade. So then why is it that to sit behind a computer and look at numbers all day, you have to learn about pottery or what's something fucking stupid? Oh, 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 this is a good one that, you know, I, I, I got to listen to uh, an English professor tell me that um, Huckleberry Finn was the original LGBTQIA plus novel and that Huck and Jim were uh, lovers on the raft. That's where she made her argument, was when they were on the raft together. Um, it's fucking retarded. Like, that argument is fucking retarded, and that teacher was fucking retarded, and that anybody who believes that is fucking retarded. But, uh... Like, to, to, to know that, to listen to that, if you are a nursing, you want to go into nursing, that's stupid. It doesn't do shit for your job. Or a computer science major, it doesn't do shit for you. Computer science, learn C++, learn Python, learn, you know, math to the nth degree. <laughs> They're the ones that have to get really high up there in math. And, you know, honestly, they should probably learn physics and shit like that, too. Um, I don't know if they do. Not a computer science guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. And then trying to think of it in a sense of um, money, you know, they each figure if you are going to school, um, I don't know the, the national average, but figure you're, you're taking a class and you pay in-state tuition at North Carolina State University, Wilmington. And you have to pay, I don't know what it is, tuition per, per semester, and it's $5,000. Let's just say it's $5,000. And that is a, let's say, three-plus-month period, right? And let's just round it to 30 days. Let's say four months. Four months, 30 days in each. Um, and you've got class Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, um, it doesn't matter. So then on top of that, you have to pay for books and classes and all that other bullshit, right? And there's all the other fees that are associated. So at the end of the day, let's, to keep it easy, let's say you're paying out of pocket, no school loans or you know, nothing like that. You don't got mom and dad to help you out, nothing. Um, you are spending, and this is to get a bachelor's. Or fuck, it could be an associate. It doesn't matter. To get a degree. And you want to be a, um, a astrologist. You want to be a, a wildlife biologist. You still have to. You're going to have to pay out of pocket thousands of dollars to take classes that don't pertain to a field 
that you either may or may not get a job in, that you may or may not ever be able to pay off all your student loans if you take them. If you don't, that means that you're now going to, you know, you got to be working through that. So what's, what's the cost of going to take these stupid bullshit classes versus just getting a job out of, out, out of the gate? Like if you're a mechanic where you're working construction at 18, 19, and you know, you're putting in all that overtime and all sorts of stuff, you're making pretty decent money. You know, a lot of people will make six figures. You know, you go you go work on uh, the in the Dakotas or Texas do um, uh, the oil rigs or in Alaska, or you get into firefighting or, or you you know you take some plumbing or, or electrician uh, classes like vocational schools, um, or you just walk on somewhere and you say like I would like to learn. Um, You know, think about it in an economic sense. What's 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 the cost of taking these stupid fucking classes that don't pertain to anything you're interested in, versus not doing it? Uh, because you're gonna have to pay for the classes that you don't want to take to begin with. Like it just, it, I I understand the the classical idea of we want the nobles to be educated and to be able to throw these fucking parties and to sound smart. I understand, but we don't need that anymore, in my opinion, in my opinion. You know, if there's something that you're truly passionate about, we've got all of mankind's knowledge at our fingertips, literally on a phone, on a fucking cell phone. You can, you can go to Google, you can go to uh, Yahoo, Bing, uh, um... I don't know any other, AOL, I think that's still one. Um, you can go to these places and you can learn literally anything. You can go to Google Scholar and look up scholarly journals. You can, you, you can still sound, you know, smart to your friends at these parties if that's really why we do it. You know, I understand having some people learning how to, you know, the reading and the writing. I understand that. That, that makes sense to do a little bit of, little bit of that because you don't want you know uh to apply for a job as a um accountant and then when you have to write some kind of report or do something along those lines you don't want somebody that that can't write for shit you want somebody that's able to you know make a sentence but they don't need to know how to how to use an ellipsis properly they don't need to know how to cite a source they don't need to know most of that shit for most things that most people will ever do in their lives. And so it just seems like a waste of money for people, unless you're going into that field, to, to do that. It, it just, I don't know, maybe that's me. Well, no, it's not maybe that's me. It absolutely is me. But hopefully, hopefully, hopefully somebody hears this and hopefully it resonates and hopefully they're in a position where they can make some changes because it seems to me unless you want to take those classes and in which case you take the classes you pay for them it's just so fucking stupid it's so dumb this was a good rant this is a fun rant from something serious to serious i guess kind of just taking a big shit on something to something that hopefully changes Oh well. Oh well.
So I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, there's so many things, so many fun things to complain about. You know, you got Hong Kong. You got, uh, what is it? The Supreme Court's going through some things. Trump's going through some things. Another whistleblower came out on this fine Sunday, or maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, Trump publicly came out uh, to, to ask China and, and uh, Ukraine to investigate the Bidens because that's trying to normalize it probably but you know a lot of fun things came came up this week to rant about I mean I feel like a lot of people forget that there's people flocking to America from the south from southern countries um, looking for asylum um, you know I feel like a lot of people have kind of forgotten that in this five minute attention span generation um, or time that we're in so yeah it was hard to it was actually honestly hard to pick and I kind of just um went with things that seemed a little bit you know one one serious thing and then some things that were a little bit more fun uh there's plenty of bullshit going on in the world let's i might actually start just ranting about some fun things uh rather than the serious things so with that this has been your host brett with rants of the week one more time uh i look forward to catching up with you guys next week let's hope some bullshit happens to complain about take care